Good morning. It is a less smoky day than yesterday by the looks of it in Aberdeen, Maryland. The usual podcast microphone is back in New York, so apologies for any diminished sound quality. We have a special birthday shout out to the composer and performer of the Indignity Morning Podcast theme song, Max Kokoho. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. The news. Well, we all know what the news is. Even without a physical newspaper handy to look at, the New York Times website has Trump faces multiple felonies in new indictment. The Washington Post has Trump charged in secret documents case. The Wall Street Journal has Donald Trump indicted in classified documents case. The LA Times, reflecting the epistemological chagrin of the era, has Trump says he has been indicted in classified documents investigation. It's true, Trump said it. Trump broke the news. The New York Times and its TikTok of how the evening went in Trump world manages to put this in terms of Trump's old media power. At 7.21 p.m., he did what he used to do so often when he was president. He personally programmed the chirons on every news channel in the country. That is maybe an overly figurative account of the process. Presumably, if Trump had been literally the one programming the chirons, it would have said more about a witch hunt and less about an indictment. To see what comes out when Trump is actually programming the content, all you had to do was look at the statements put out by various Republican officials and by the candidates who purport to be running for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, but who want to accomplish that without challenging the frontrunner or offending his supporters. As everyone fell over themselves to denounce the contents of a still-sealed federal indictment on the grounds that there is no legitimate way to prosecute Donald Trump for doing anything illegal. The silliest of these came from Vivek Ramaswamy, the former biotech guy who has decided to reinvent himself as a conduit for the purest possible pandering to the Trump fan base, and who pledged to pardon Trump as soon as he, Vivek Ramaswamy, was inaugurated as president. The trouble with this approach in a nutshell is that Donald Trump could also pardon Donald Trump if he is elected president. So why, if your number one issue is protecting and uplifting Donald Trump, would you not just vote for Donald Trump? The cutest account of any of these responses is found in the New York Times, which reports Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida said, the weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to a free society, though he did not explicitly defend Mr. Trump. He just described the indictment of Donald Trump as a mortal threat to a free society, you see. It's a procedural objection. It's really heartwarming to imagine someone from the DeSantis campaign going on background with the Times to ensure that they caught the nuance of what an unsophisticated observer might simply see as a knee-jerk defense of Donald Trump. Best of luck to Ron DeSantis if he's going to keep on trying to thread that needle for another year. Naturally, this is all going to be awful. There's plenty of time with the case running through federal court in Miami, to worry about some lone fanatical Trump supporter pulling off jury nullification. But for now, for one day, things look better than they did before. CNN reports that it has a transcript of the audio recording of Trump at his Bedminster Golf Club, in which he reportedly says, secret, this is secret information. Look, look at this. So somebody's programming the Chiron, but I'm not sure it's Trump. Also yesterday, the Supreme Court shocked everyone as Chief Justice John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh joined the three liberal justices in declaring that an Alabama congressional district map 
squeezing black voters into a single blue district while the rest of the state was safely Republican, violated the Voting Rights Act. The court had let that map be used in an election in one of its quickie, unexplained orders. But given the task of defending it in broad daylight, even Roberts, whose lifelong ambition has been to destroy the Voting Rights Act, couldn't go through with it. Again, as with Trump, he'll surely find a way eventually. But for now, again, things look a little bit better. That is the news. Stay out of the smoke if the smoke is where you are. And we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going.